What's up, everybody? It's Joe Lupuma. You were listening. You were watching the Complex Sneakers podcast. As always, I'm with my two guys, my two co-hosts. First off, Mr. Matt Welty. I feel like this is like Lord of the Rings, and we've like traveled through all these like uh, places, and we're finally back, we're back. home. You back. read The Cimmerillion? No. Feels good to be home to my left. Hello. He's not going to be home for a while. He brought the Ramoa straight to. He <laughs> yeah. brought the Ramoa straight to the, the office. He'll be in Miami this yep. weekend. Yep. We're allowed to say your location because you're going to be out and about. Yeah, and Art, working. Mr. Art, Brendan Dunn. Art Basel. Yeah, we're going to go check out the Nike Virgil Abloh the Codes exhibit there for Miami Art Week and uh, see see what we can derive from that in terms of the future of Nike and Virgil Abloh work. Say what up to my guy if you see him at Lace and Weechery, maybe uh, Komodo Prime 112. He's just going to drop all the spots on me right now. And you want to keep going? Yeah, just say what up to him and say what up to me if you see me at the Giants game Sunday. I'm going to be with GM Donnie Kwok. And well, so you know that Noah he's, Callahan he's, Bever. Do you know that Joe's been talking a lot of game about me going to a Giants game with him? I know. I'm, I for a long up. time. I messed up. I messed and up. Now Maybe you're I'll just get you a jersey. In my face? Maybe I'll get you a jersey. A Kayvon Thibodeau jersey. Uh, before we start, I do have to acknowledge the passing of a friend of this show, full size running complex in general, Hovain Hilton. Uh, great person to work with for many years, and even a better guy outside of work. I know for us three personally, mm-hmm. hooked up Styles P. Yep. Um, he he was there. Lloyd Banks. Oh, mm-hmm. Lloyd yeah, Banks. Sure. Yep. And, yeah, really helping uh, out. Sneaker shopping. Gave us Drewski, and he's worked with Jada Kiss, and he's had like a roster of clients. Such a great guy. Uh, woke up to the news Saturday, and mm-hmm. you know, you and I were texting. Such a sad loss for us. And before we get to like the sneaker and the light stuff, I definitely want to acknowledge him. Such a, a great guy. He will be missed, and we're sending condolences to uh, his family and friends. Absolutely. Um. So we got some y- catching up to do. Yeah, I feel like we haven't been around. Complex Con. I know. Oh, should we Thanksgiving? <laughs> should we do a Complex Con recap? How long should we spend talking about Complex Con? Feel, complex Con feels like a month ago. I know. It was only a few weeks ago. I know. I enjoyed myself at Complex Con. Mm-hmm. I think we had a good, you know. Yeah. Shouts to. Good showing. Shouts to Bima. Got to see. Yeah. Shout out to oh, our friend Bima, Bima Williams. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Great and, dude. And also the. I mean, there's so many things we can talk about. The eBay after party, where we got to see Jeremiah perform. Oh, I yes. missed it. I left a little early. I left a little early. Yeah. Huge mistake. Shout out to Nems, who was with us also. Oh, okay. eBay had an amazing first day Complex Con after party. Yes. We get to the venue, had to like Brendan Dunn's like knee deep in this Oregon football game. We got him out. They were asking for him. And I'm like, for him. I'm like dude, you Oregon need to be here right, right now. now. They were asking like, for him. He's like, I'm watch the football game. Like, Brendan, come to the party right now. He clicks off the TV, runs down the street. Puts the pants on. Through downtown Long Beach. We get to the venue, and we're like, what? This place is really nice inside. It's like really clean and pristine. And I think Brendan maybe told me, he's like, you know, this place is actually a church, right? <laughs> Did you go back for the service on Sunday? Uh, yeah, you felt. <laughs> I, I, no, no, I watched it on a, not from there, you didn't but go I watched there. it on, on TV. Anyways, but we're at a church at an eBay party, hobnobbing with all the sneaker people. Yeah. And then Jeremiah gets on stage, does birthday sex with a violinist. Okay. Unforgettable moments. Chase B mm-hmm. was there. Yeah. Zach B a DJ. Jeremiah. Our friend Max O'Cream was in the building. Yes, he was. Yeah, it was a good night. It was a good weekend, man. Friend of the show. Who? Creation style. Dre. Yes, in the building. Dre was there. As always. Saw Dre Sunday morning. He was right at that undercover booth <laughs> waiting for the jeans. Uh, I love it. I love it. By the way, I heard that Marcus Jordan was in the building. At he was. He was. I didn't get to see him, but yeah, I, he, he I didn't get to see him either. I saw pictures. Yeah. Why, why, why didn't you reach out, Marcus? You know who else was in the building at ComplexCon? <laughs> I think I know. I think I know who you're talking about. G-Dragon was. Kanye West? Everybody was there. Oh, I thought you, I thought you were going to mention Paul Givalecki and your friend PG Nose. PG oh. Nose was in there. He was on the low. <laughs> Can we he talk about that? Low. No. He was on, he was we on the low. We can't talk about that? No. I'll, I'll only him. say that I saw him out of the corner of my eye, and it's like, you know, you see those photos of like a Bigfoot sighting and yeah, it's that that's exact true. silhouette, that 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 yeah. in motion, uh, you know. Well, when you said stance. that, I was like, he's not here, and then oh, just he ducked in the us background, once again. Still, still elusive. We won't get into all the reasons why, but we'll 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 wrangle him one day. Were you guys in the vicinity when Kanye like stormed the floor? Or whatever no, I was, it was at the hotel. I was in the concert arena. Okay, so you were you were close. 
Where were you? I was getting ready for uh, I think I was out in the food lagoon, and then someone had just said, hey, you know that Kanye's on the floor right now? And I'm like, oh, wow, that's mm-hmm. random. And then you see like the, the pictures of just like... Yeah, the all the clips. Pandemonium, right? I met G-Dragon. Big moment for me. You're a huge G-Dragon fan. Yeah. Love, love G-Dragon. Love the shoes. Uh, yeah, so that was cool. ComplexCon was fun. I think it was a really good year. Yeah. No, it was, you know, it was great to see everyone. We did two live shows. Mm-hmm. Yep. At, at the, the eBay, eBay booth. booth. Like we had said, uh, hosted by our friend Bima yeah. Williams. Great guy. Yeah. Killed it. And I think December 12th, don't hold me to it, but I think December 12th, um, here's some breaking news. Uh, oh. The Sneaker of the Year panel will be on YouTube. Okay. Because yes. Joe always does the Sneaker of the Year yes. conversation at ComplexCon. Always a huge moment for the show. Do you think it got spicy? No. Got a little spicy. A little yeah. bit. A little bit. Should we talk about it? Or I don't want to no, like no, give no, it away no, no. too much. No, no. Some, it, some good takes, some bad takes. All around, and I think people will enjoy it. Great group. Might have to yeah. run that group back. Okay. It was really good. But December 12th, Monday, 10 a.m. Going up on December YouTube? December 12th, YouTube. Okay. The the one moment where I was like... Don't 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 give I'm not, too I'm much. Not, I'm not talking okay. about the Sneaker of the Year panel. Oh, sorry. <laughs> the one, the yeah, one moment where, time. you know... There's all the boosts and everything at ComplexCon, and mm-hmm. it's great to see the product and everything. But I think one of the biggest uh, pluses of ComplexCon over the year are the interactions you get to make yeah. with people um, and the people you get to run into that you, people you know online mm-hmm. who you never get to see in person. And I think the most complex, like con, PG knows, most complex con moment that we had was we're sitting in the hotel lobby, just chopping it up. Me, Abdul, DJ Clark Kent. JLP comes through. Jada. It was good. Comes <laughs> through. And we're just sitting. Now where was sit, I? You sit, weren't there. We're sitting in a little circle. Nobody and was J- text me. Jada's recalling a, a sneaker story about uh, DJ Clark Kent, how he had gone to All-Star Weekend in LA. And I think Bodega somehow still had like a stock of like, or what, of the off-white, the 10 mm-hmm. or whatever. And Jada just went through and he was like, able to buy every single pair of wow. the te- of the 10. And he's like, I wasn't there for that, though. I no, must have came later. He's, he's, he was like, I was sitting in my hotel room smoking weed, and he's like, look at my sneakers. <laughs> yeah, just marveling at his that accomplishment. Was cool. his yeah. That was cool. All 10 at once. Uh, was, it, was, it, was it the 10 where Clark had complained famously on the Complex yes. Sneaker of the yes. Year he, conversations He got booed pretty hard for that. At ComplexCon about not being able to get all of them. Or, yeah. or not be able to get like multiple pairs of them yeah. or something like that. He Rough ended up life. with a lot of lost and founds. So you'll you'll learn that from he he found them all, right? You'll you'll learn that from the <laughs> panel and also lost and founds. Yeah, what's going on with these lost and founds? Has this release been tainted? Uh, there, Jordan one lost and found. It looked like a shoe that was going to be as I, celebrated as possible. I we think, heard all this talk about. I you think know. tainted's the wrong word. Okay, because molded. I think, yeah. I think I think tainted is something maybe that people reserve for like a trophy room mm-hmm. release where there's some sort of they feel like conspiracy nefarious activity. Yeah, where this just seems like f up. Yeah. So the lost and found Air Jordan one, a shoe that was produced in large quantities, a sneaker that looked like was going to be accessible on the level of a. Uh, holiday jordan 11 release you had said maybe upwards of like seven hundred thousand pairs yeah eight hundred thousand maybe um the sneaker released it hit the sneakers app actually the weekend that we were at complex con yeah. mm-hmm. the sneakers app drop was a mess for the lost and found jordan one people couldn't enter to try and buy a pair and then even after the release you're seeing a handful of moldy pairs circulating online and it's a real shame because it felt to me like this was going to be one of those shoes that everybody celebrated everybody enjoyed in but there's all these little things that are detracting from the overall amount of, of joy that people are getting do from you the think shoes. that it is a side effect of nike just like screwing the pooch on the situation or more so that there was more hype around the shoe than people could have imagined which what in terms of the sneakers app yeah launch, just of all the, sort of failing of all, yeah i did think i think to your point i thought everyone would have them yeah it seems like because i thought there was a ton out there yeah thought, there are yeah i, I, I thought it was going to be like a shoe that a lot of people could get and it seems like just from the reaction at the complex con floor and that day doesn't seem like a wasn't as easy as we yeah, were anticipating yeah. it also feels like in you guys can feel free to correct me if i'm wrong on this that you know we've spoke about lately how there hasn't been a lot of shoes uh 
in the past year or so that have left resellers with a lot of meat on the bone, mm -hmm. especially ones that have been created in larger quantities that mm. you can feasibly get your hands on. Mm -hmm. And this feels like one of the first shoes like that, aside from like a Travis Scott release where it's like, you know, there's something out there that you can get a large amount of units on that you could resell for a lot. So maybe, I don't know if that had anything to do with- You're saying that the resellers ate them all up? Not, not saying they ate it all up, but it's definitely a shoe where they concentrated their energy on considerably. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, and then the other thing that went wrong with them, and I think this is a pretty minor issue, but we're seeing images online of people who got moldy, lost and found Air Jordan ones. Was it more than one? Have there, there, been, a there have been a few around? Okay. I spoke to somebody at Jordan Brand who was close to the shoe, and they told me that it was like under one percent of the actual okay. pairs affected. So, I, you know, take I, that for what you will. It is someone from Jordan Brand, mm. but I'm inclined to believe it. It feels pretty minor, and I think these things can happen, especially when you have shipping delays. We've seen so many delays for sneakers from every brand over the course of the. Uh, you know, three, supply yeah. chain issues, mm -hmm. COVID and things like that, where if something is sitting in a shipping container for longer than it's supposed to, yeah, the conditions might lead to that's mold. What, that's what I heard people say um, online. That's like, it's like, what do you think a shipping container is basically like a hot box? You yeah. Know, that yeah. Can, um, we also saw that over the weekend too with the Amamanier Jordan 4. So one pair of those, yeah. yeah. What's up with that? I would think the same thing. I don't know mm. though. Yeah, maybe, uh, maybe a mold outbreak, maybe some spores floating around <laughs> where they're not supposed to be, you know? Uh, did you did you guys try to get the Lost and Found Jordan ones at all? I think I know the answer for Welty. No, I didn't didn't even try. Yeah, I got a pair. Okay, one pair. <laughs> you don't <laughs> have the sneakers app? It wasn't on the sneakers app. Just the one. Yeah, and I gifted one for one of my friends too, who yeah? wanted them, who never asked for shoes and he wanted them. He was he was begging. Not begging, but I owed him. I kind of wanted a second pair, and I was telling myself I I needed at least two pairs and. Just to keep myself honest, I, I only have okay. the one pair, so. I still can't get myself to do high tops. I don't know why. I've just never really been like a high top shoe guy. I've mm -hmm. had like a few SB dunk highs yeah. over the years. And if I've ever done a high top, it's been something more in the lines of like, maybe like a hiking-ish mm -hmm. shoe that still kind of has like that, like running-esque shape, so shape yeah, on it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just something about like the people always ask me that they're like, why don't you wear a lot of these shoes? Mm -hmm. It has nothing to do with like not really liking the shoe itself, but mm -hmm. I just feel way more comfortable in low top shoes, running shoes. I think it'd be so awesome just to get a photo of Welty in the Lost and Found Jordan. Ones. I know. Just Break the internet real quick. Every time I wore every time I wore SB Dunk highs, mm -hmm. it was just like walking around. They just felt so like clunky on my feet yeah. that it wasn't. It just wasn't my go to. Yeah. Go going back to the Lost and Found real quick too. It's such a funny side effect of the shoes because the shoes are made to look worn and aged, right? Where they're is already a little bit cracked yeah. and now you have actual mold oh, he, he made a knee slapper on twitter oh i made a joke about oh, it i was animated now there was people <laughs> yeah there was people i was expecting to be like to get all mad again and they got mad. <laughs> no no <laughs> did you know the tweet this, i remember you got the tweet. yeah it was like you gonna read it for us yep read it go the, the weekly segment of <laughs> wealthy oh, people want tweets. vintage shoes but don't actually want what comes with vintage shoes lol and do people get mad no. I mean, there was one or two people, and I'm like, it's called a joke. Look it up. <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> have, have you all ever had this, though? Have you ever pulled out a shoe that you haven't seen in a while from your collection, and it was deteriorated in a way that you weren't anticipating? No, just when I would put it on and... Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I, I mentioned on here once I had a pair of the OG Air Max Deluxe I'd bought from Corgi that like I'd worn a couple times from 2000, and then maybe around 2000, like... 13 or something like that i had like taken them out of the box and the midsole just literally was like separated yeah i mean joe you never like the the jordan discoloration ones. maybe what about the fairy dust on the jordan ones have you had that fairy dust you know like the speckled yeah kind of like that glittery i'd um, have to check i don't sheen that, so, will, that will come on uh, but then you can you jordan? wipe it off yeah it's very yes. easy to wipe okay off. so yeah, I've, yeah. Definitely ha I've definitely definitely had that, that was a where big I issue for those jordan ones from like six or seven years my, ago maybe even an air force one back mm. like uh at my parents i remember like oh man what is going on yeah. and then like getting nervous yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and the then i just eraser. wiped it off so yeah that's definitely the, happened. the question the question i have though is that so to take it back to the lost and founds mm -hmm. right if there's mold on the shoes, is that easily removable or not? Like, mm. is that a permanent like stain on the sneaker? Or I don't know. Kind of depends what it is. Yeah. You know, they gave me that when I had the oil spill. Oh, the famous, yep, on your MX95 that I refused to clean. Thank you. The commenters gave me such good recommendations. It came out like that. So you never know. 
but the mold i don't know how i would be i would be um hesitant to put those on my feet the mold a moldy pair but of i feel shoes, like yeah. why you don't know if the mold spores are really all gone you know mm. i have a i have a pair of my nike decades there's a there's a spot or two on the midsole that i'm what worried size about those? size 10 or 10 and a half i think damn what a pair can you put a picture of those? Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't Take know. A if, picture and put I don't know if I'll ever actually get a chance to wear them, but so maybe the mold doesn't matter. Crazy pair. That's a crazy. Pair. Might strengthen your immune system. Who knows? <laughs> you also told yeah. Microdosing it with mold. You also uh, one of the eBay. You, we'll save that story, but you did mention your like most valuable pair. Oh yeah, when we were talking to the eBay people yeah. at ComplexCon. Yeah. We'll say, yeah, we'll say story that. for another. Yeah, day. yeah, yeah. Not to tease it, but like, yeah, we'll do a whole thing on it. And speaking of a crazy pair, should we give away a crazy pair? Of sneakers? It's yeah, time. All right. Every week on the Complex Sneakers Podcast, we give away a pair of sneakers with our good friends at eBay and their authenticity guarantee program. You can go to eBay.complex.com to enter. You can submit there a question for us to respond to and answer here on the air. If we pick your question, if we respond to it, we're going to send you a free pair of shoes, courtesy of eBay and their authenticity guarantee program. You have to be. In the U.S., you have to be a U.S. resident. It's very important. We actually, we actually had a, a winner from Canada, yes. and we had to um, kick them that. out. So, to our Canadian friends, we just do like apologize. Canada got kicked out of the World Cup. <laughs> timely, timely. What are we giving away this week? Uh, so, speaking of Complex Con, yes, someone who I'd run in, into at Con, I think we all ran into at Complex yeah, yeah, a couple Con. Times. I, Complex I didn't see Sean. him. This, I didn't see him. This Complex year. Sean. You like that? Yeah, Mr. Weatherspoon. I was actually uh, had a bit of a situation right when the sneaker of the year panel started where i had friends who were like hey we need to get into the event so i'm running across the thing and then i'm trying to sprint to get to the sneaker of the year panel because you were about sprinting to start. across the complex yes i was actually floor. sprinting oh, across the sneaker of the I year didn't panel i didn't even know you were there i saw you next to well sarah yeah i was in a situation where i had to like run That's up to the gate come back and i'm sprinting across the floor and all of a sudden i get stopped dead in my tracks and who is it? By Sean Weatherspoon. And I'm like, I can't be like, hey, man, see, you got to go. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, no. By the way, I told him, and I hope you did too, that new Adidas collection yeah. he has coming out, amazing. Really good. We had a, we're giving away the Sean Weatherspoon Air Max, Max 197. Great shoe. Air Max Day shoe. Um, and these originally released at? Complex Con. Complex Con. Yep. Really? I totally forgot. Yeah, like 30 pairs, I think. Oh, Remember yeah, Clark yeah, yeah. Kent said it yeah. should have been on Sneaker of the Year panel because it yes. released at Complex Con? Yes, yes. Um, beautiful check. sneaker yeah we can yeah. call that a classic right yes yeah sean sean had said to me uh he goes i go i, re I really like the new shoes and he goes yeah i'm happy to hear it but he's like he's like i'm working with adidas and we're having the conversation of all the people trying to hate on all the the work that i've done in the past you know where people are calling them like a one shoe wonder or mm -hmm. something like that and he's like I'm, i hope to finally like dismiss all the haters with all the new okay. products so yeah yeah no the adidas work looks good we should bring sean on here we Sean, need to yeah, Sean, it. come on the show. Come on the show. And those are going to Isaiah Salas out of Oakland. Okay. And Isaiah asks, out of Air Jordan 16 to 33, mm -hmm. which silhouette gets the most love from you? Love this question. Love this question. I'm surprised I that, that I, Isaiah didn't include 15 in there as well. I feel like you. I feel like you start from 15 if you're talking about fif, the, the bad. Jordans, 15 is right? like one. Tinker Hatfield said it's the most regrettable sneaker design. Really? Yeah, yeah, the one that he would go back and redo if he could. He actually did. Yeah, the Kubo. The Kubo, which right? had the Brendan all caps exclusive exclusive on back in the day. <laughs> That's right. I remember that. Um, Air Jordan is sixteen to thirty-three. I, I feel like we could we could fill a lot more time talking about which ones suck versus which ones we actually like in that range. I think there's actually a lot of cool. Um, I don't want to say off-brand, but like weird versions of those shoes. Mm. Well, like there's a bunch of like seventeen low tops, or like I think there's like a slip-on. or yeah, something. There was like almost a like mule. a mule one. Yeah, you yeah. Like, you, those are the ones that you appreciate. Yeah. Is wow. there? Is there? One that you can pick out of that range? Oh man, sixteen to thirty-three. It's not the. I'm, I was. They're not all bad. The twenty twelve. Remember how the, bad the twenty twelve was? No, you want what the worst one is? Tell me. Twenty ten. Yeah. Remember that shoe? With yeah. The, with the sunroof. With. The, <laughs> with the, <laughs> him and Dwayne Wade. Yeah. I remember with the looking the, glass. Was that on the, the cover of Soul Collector magazine? Yeah, definitely. Jordan twenty twelve. I'm gonna. I'm. You know what? I'm gonna say the twenty three. Okay. I like the 23. I feel like, and also I feel like that shoe came out when I was still 
relatively new in being obsessed with sneakers. Okay. And and it just was such a cool moment. Titanium finale, you know, those those special releases and the the signature on the side. I like the twenty three a lot and I've I've bought some of the collab pairs that have released since then. I th- I think the twenty three was a high point and a and a good way. I mean, obviously when the Jordan twenty three is coming along you have high expectations because of just the number alone, and I think that shoe met them. Amazing. Well, and it was also supposed to be the, the finale. Right. Yeah. Right, right, right. Amazing press trip, too. It's when I met MJ. Yeah? Yeah. Well, uh, have you told the story of you meeting Michael Jordan? I think so. Yeah. In- um, Steakhouse? Yes. Okay. Yes. Real quick, what? just so quick, what was his reaction like to meet Angelo Como? Yeah, I was not, nothing, nothing, nothing. You shook your hand? Yeah. It was a press trip, and we- had dinner at his steakhouse, and mm-hmm. then there was like a curtain. All of a sudden, he walked in, and it was like crazy. I remember Lang Whitaker, Russ Bankston, Jay Corbin. There was a bunch of and you had gotten what was it the black toe Jordan ones like with your like signature on yeah. them or something. Ingr- yeah, yeah. I think it was a, mi- a mid. Yeah, yeah. It was from they the, had the lockers. They had love, the, it was from the old love new love pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. it was like engraved with his signature. And then they had the um, they had the locker room in the. United Center, mm-hmm. and it had like our own jersey. We had the things. Beautiful. I'm so happy yeah. for you. So, what's to your be fair, jersey? though, is because Bradley and Donnie couldn't make it. So, I got, I was next, <laughs> next man next up. Next man up. Next, next man, man up. up. Okay. 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 But you guys are wilding because, like, you're thinking about this, like, oh, which ones are great? Which would be hard pressed to find good ones. What about the 16 and 17? Yeah, those are good. You no, just brought up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are good. So, that, that, you're taking the 17 mule over the no, 16? No, I, I, I never said I was taking that okay. one. Is that what you're going? Well, with? you didn't answer yet, so I, let me re- let me redact. I'll say twenty three. Yeah, you did, you did, you did. <laughs> twenty three. Speaking of pink, this is Joe's Kirby, I know, Kirby moment. I know, like, <laughs> two weeks in a row. Sorry, sorry. Two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row. The sixteen though, you brought up Corgi. Yeah. Corgi sent me randomly one day the ginger sixteens, which mm. I love. Black and red sixteens, I love. Wore them to my high school graduation. Famously. White and navy. Let's do it together. D Miles shoe. Waiting on it. There, there we go. go. The I have a D Miles sample. Wow. In the white and navy 16. So it's a Jordan 16 for you. And I love the 17 too, though. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I love the 17 <laughs> too. <laughs> I love gave me the biggest curveball. Six, no, 16 and 17s. I love. Good. So Corgi, send some Bring back. Over. Bring back yeah. the cherry woods. Bring back the gingers. Mm-hmm. I don't think they You'll would pay s- retail. Well, they've never retroed either shoe. Never uh, retroed. I need. I think me and Offset were talking about bringing back the gingers when he was on sneaker shopping or or sneaker stories. Sneaker gingers stories. and the cherry woods. Great. I love the sixteens. And that's it. I think for me, it's like I think the obvious answer is either of those, the sixteens oh. or the seventeens. No, I'm not saying that in a negative way, but like, <laughs> there's so many like random, More predictable. There's job. So many. Yeah. No, no, I'm not saying no. that, but there's because some of these shoes are just leaps and bounds apart. You know, mm. uh, I just want to take a, like a maybe the, I know the sixteens better than this shoe, but just want to pick a random shoe yeah. out of the bunch. Uh, for me, just want to be controversial. Yeah. Like no, always. I don't want to be controversial. I just think I have more of a story mm-hmm. tied to it. I think for me, it is. Air Jordan, this is really random. Okay. Air Jordan 22. Okay. Um, no. <laughs> no. Uh, remember that shoe greatly? That shoe came out when I first got my job at Foot Locker. Here we go. Uh, I remember that being on the shelf and being like, oh, I want to get a pair of these. These are one of the shoes I want to get on my discount. Okay. It was those, those that was sitting on the shelf next to the LeBron 4, which is an awful shoe. Um, okay. Making but they didn't have my size out back. Uh, you didn't get it? No. They didn't have my they didn't have my size, uh, so but I didn't get them. And I remember an interview at the time with Mers Air Jordan twenty two, really? Yeah, yeah that's I remember, a, that is a random uh, one. You that's re- you were right. I remember, I remember an interview at the time with Mers where they asked him what shoes he was wearing, and he was wearing the Air Jordan twenty twos, and he's like, "I'm not wearing anything limited. If you save up your money and go to Foot Locker, you can buy a pair." From Matt Welty. <laughs> I always thought <laughs> that he that was talking a, about you. I always thought that was a cool quote. Um, Mers, come on the show. Okay, but yeah, that's it. Air Jordan 22. Whoever thought the Air Jordan 22 would be a Matt Welty I like show. that. What about the football color? It oh, the, like the, the, the basketball one. I saw <laughs> Oh, basketball. basketball. Yeah, yeah. kind of looked like yeah. a football. The manager at the time, uh, John, he was working at a store in Mass, and someone tried to steal a pair, and he chased them through the mall for the Air Jordan 22 Wow. Basketball. Really? Yeah. I feel like if you if you manage to move a pair of the Jordan 22 basketball leather out of the store, 
You shouldn't God be bless. chasing them back down. You know Are you what kidding I mean? me? That was like a that shoe was like what a hundred and like seventy five dollars at the sure. time or something okay. like that. Couldn't afford that on the losses for the day. Nope. Or what, what do you call it? The shrink. shrink. Yep. The shrink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Should we should we go back into the shrink? Yeah. We have a long conversation about the shrink somewhere in our archives. Yes, we do. That's, yep. That was a uh, our retail stories. I think podcast yep. classic. Mm-hmm. And also just just some like you know. Holidays are coming. Make sure you binge this podcast. We've had a lot. I know that it's tough to keep up every week. Shouts to the people who do. But during the holidays, go back. Todd Krinsky, people love the Reebok CEO podcast. Really good. Mm -hmm. Stan Smith, I mispronounced Wimbledon. Let's get it, okay? (laughs) Saw the comments. I saw the comments. And also on the Todd Krinsky episode, we have a story about the Air Jordan 17. So yes, ties all in. It's all connected. Absolutely. Complex sneakers universe. Isaiah, he's still holding. He's been holding the Sean Weather's <laughs> for 10 minutes. Let go of it. Yeah. Isaiah uh, Salas from Oakland. Uh, You're getting these. Great shoe. There have been some Nike SB well, dunk. Speaking oh, of shoes. Okay. Oh, we should talk about the shoes that we're wearing. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Rolty, what do you got on feet? Uh, you go first. Wow. You go first. Oh, uh-oh. <laughs> he's <laughs> he's full of up. surprises today. Uh, uh, Nike Zoom Elite 5 Yakuza. I've worn these on here. That's like a go to shoe sure. for you. Yeah. Right? yeah. I am doing the Margella Solomon Look MM6. I like those. Ryan Diaz really likes you, huh? I didn't get them from him. I like those. I like Who these. we saw at yeah, Complex Con. Yeah. Nope. And at the eBay party. Yeah. Well, it was all part of Complex Con, but yes. Yep. <laughs> Yep, we did. eBay party. Nice we took the I need picture. To buy those, man. Those Dude, no, good. those look really great. Thank you. That's the best color out of the bunch. You look like you're, where, where are we going hiking with these on? I don't know. Bear Mountain? Maybe. Never been, but maybe. Are you gonna, are you... <laughs> look, I got the car hard. I'm yeah, ready. You're ready. Right? You're ready. Do you trust yourself to split wood, Joe? Um. Have you ever? No. With like a. Axe. Axe, yeah. Me and Noah did it. There's a video of it, oh. and it's it was a real struggle. Did you split? Did you have to split a lot of wood growing up? Deirdre actually, uh, Deirdre actually I've sent it, it to us a couple to. weeks my, ago. My dad usually took care of it, but we had yeah. a big wood pile by the house. Yeah, you had a wood stove. Uh, we had a we had a not wood stove. We just had a fireplace. Got it. Got I've been got hiking it. though. I can I've split been... some wood. You, really? Oh, we had to. Yeah, we had to fill up the woodshed before winter. Yeah, for sure. Okay. I respect it. It sounds like you don't believe it. No, I do believe it. I do believe it. Why would you lie about that? I believe it. You know? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, no dinner until <laughs> little Brendan is <laughs> chipping away. I love it. Uh, where are we right now? Um, yeah, so MM6, Margella, Solomon, uh, Cross Low. Okay, and Welty, the grand uh, finale. So, yeah, no, wearing, uh, shout out our good friend Derek. Uh, mm-hmm. These are sneaker politics adidas eqt protos so these weren't the first my first choice today okay um so as i've been ongoingly saying adidas shoes don't fit um there was another adidas shoe that i had in the selection mm-hmm. these adidas shoes do fit because they're a few years old so but there was another adidas Can't shoe. Be that it was also simple then yeah there was another adidas shoe in the selection that i took out which i actually have right here okay um these are the adidas ZX620. Shout out Gary Austin. Okay. Great friend of the show. Mm-hmm. These are a size 11. Mm-hmm. These fit like a 10 or a 10 and a half. And I just want to like make an example of this. Wow. That's this. Is, okay. <laughs> so the I know I've been going on, on about it. I want to pass these shoes to Brendan. Am I trying these on right now? You're going to try these on, to on air. Okay. Wow. And you can keep them as because well. Oh, and you can it, keep oh, them. Wow. It's Giving Tuesday. I thought you were doing the PJ Tucker no, where you wearing no, no, one no, and bringing one. It's Giving Tuesday. What is that? Giving Tuesday? Giving Tuesday. Is it? Give back. Is that a, is that I a thing? I didn't know that. Yeah. What do you get me? Um, <laughs> <laughs> because as, we, as we've proven on this show, I'm a true 10. True 10, 10 and a half. Those are a size 11. But I just want to prove that like me saying that these size 11s don't fit. I want uh-huh. someone who's a 10 or a 10 and a half to put on a pair of size 11s and tell me how they fit. Okay. All right. So, Sorry for I stand, the audio. I can, I can stay sitting For the down, audio right? listeners, we don't just need go to, to YouTube <laughs> yeah. around the 30th minute Joe, and paint check the, it. paint the picture as I slide these on. Narrate okay. through this. I've uh, you know, kicked off my Nikes. His Nikes are kicked off. Is this, is this like a checks over stripes situation? <laughs> he has <laughs> I the laces. Stri- I got the stripes, but F Adidas. Uh, the laces, loose laces. Uh-huh. How do they fit? 
Um, there's He's a wiggling little bit. his big toe around. <laughs> there's a little bit of room. Uh, they're not like snug on me, but are I you... can see. What what size are these? These are size eleven. It doesn't feel like an eleven. So if I were if I Brendan, if you usually were to put on a size eleven, you would know it wouldn't fit, right? Yeah, and I would expect an eleven to be bigger than this. So it's, it's is a small, he, it's is a small he right shoe in this case. He, yeah. Uh, you, you, so you understand what I'm saying? If I'm, I understand if, your frustration. If, in your if that ongoing. shoe would usually be big on you, yeah, and that would be my size, you'd understand why that shoe. What? I understand why you're upset. Yeah, why that shoe wouldn't fit. <sighs> well, if the shoe fits, hey, Cinderella moment right here. If the shoe fits, <laughs> wear it. Do you Look, really want me to keep these? Yeah, have them. Look at you. Gonna bring them to Basel. Have them. Let's Keep see. Them. Do, should, can I put my other shoe? We feel. No, no, you can, you can do it. I just won't. Okay. You know, I would rather give the shoes to someone that they actually fit. So. And what'd you get, Joe? <laughs> like he asked earlier, since it's Giving Tuesday. I almost got you We the One shirt, Sammy Zane. Oh, yeah. Sammy Zane, Survivor. Oh, you were at Survivor Series? Was that oh. Survivor Series? We the One. Front row. Logan, front row. Thank Honorary you. Honorary Oos. Shouts to Neil from WWE. Had a great time. War Games. Thank you for the Adidas. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sami Zayn, your boy, great story. That's the wrestler. Line. Sorry, yes, I'm trying that to looks exactly <laughs> like him. But he has red hair. But yeah, it looks yeah. But uh, great weekend. Also, our our uh, friend of the show, our girl Bianca Belair. Yes, had a great showing. Killed and... it. Wonderful. Yeah. And I think uh, speaking about wrestling, you have another superstar this week. Oh yeah, Liv Morgan on Full Size Run. Oh, we can can we talk about all? That? Yeah, wait. <laughs> Coming well, back let me guess what we're going to talk about. <laughs> Taking a bump? Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Behind the scenes of Full Size Run, Welty, what happened? We had Liv Morgan on the show. Mm -hmm. um, we shot the cold open. Mm -hmm. Great episode. I don't want to like make this seem like anything was wrong. Uh, great episode. Mm -hmm. We shot a cold open where uh, the plan was for me to get hit with a chair by Liv. Mm -hmm. so this beforehand. This is is this breaking? Was it kayfabe? Yes, it is. <laughs> Is that? That's when you tell the know, truth about a, yeah, right, right, a, a storyline. Yeah. So the whole time hmm. I'm saying to our producer that I'm like, the whole it. the whole thing was that I had a wrestling belt on my thing saying I'm the sneaker champ. Yeah. And oh. I don't want to get hit too hard with the chair because in my head I think I'm going to get hit in the shoulder or something in the back. I'm going to go work out and I'm just going to pull a muscle in my back or something. I'm just going to uh -huh. get somehow it's all going to be connected, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they're like, no, 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 don't worry. Uh, Liv's telling me, no, no, no. And you've taken some hits for the taken show. Taken some before. bumps. Yeah, I've taken some bumps. I'm tell Liv's like, no, 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 don't worry. It, it won't hurt. I'll just hit you hard, but it won't hurt. I know how to do this. So she goes to do it. We do the first take, and you can see the reaction on me. I'm yeah. like, ah, and I hit the hit the floor, and everyone's telling me, reaction. Everyone's like, hey, oh, that's really great acting, you know? Mm -hmm. um, Something that has never been said about you before. Whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> little, little do they know, um, she tells me after, she's like, oh, I forgot to tell you, don't move while you're getting hit because it's going to, like, mess up the, yeah. the body placement, placement yeah. and everything. And... As most people do, is you get hit from behind, you're a little With like a chair. It's like a little jumpy. Yeah, of and course. I guess my elbow jumped out, and I get a metal chair full force straight into the funny bone on my elbow. What's not so funny about it? Ain't no. ish funny. Uh, <laughs> you you fully recovered. Though, I'm right? good now, Thank but for goodness. like a few days after, my elbow was it just hurt. Like it was pretty sore. I can show the picture right here, or whatever. Of like the, okay, and we'll put it in. Yeah, but yeah. Took a took a chair to the funny bone. The things we do Feel. for, for Look at these that. shows. Look the at sacrifices that. we make. Yeah. All right. I'm glad you're okay. <laughs> Back in commission. There's some catching up to do. Yes. I want to talk Nike SB for a second because okay, I, orange lobster dunks are about to hit. Shout out Dion. Yep. Yep. Saw Dion this weekend uh, in uh, Boston. Boston. Mm -hmm. Does that shoe? And I don't want to spoil this argument too much because we'll definitely touch on it in a couple of weeks. Does that shoe come anywhere near the top ten sneakers of the year conversation? Interesting. I think, I think it's tough. I've always said there's some shoes that you know are a home run mm -hmm. when they come out. There's some sleeper choices, and there's some shoes that like maybe you like a Louis Vuitton Air Force One. You know it's a top ten shoe even yeah. before the shoe before you even saw it. Yeah. You know. There's some shoes that you're like, oh, this is going to be a great shoe, and then it releases, and it kind of like doesn't live up to the expectations, yeah. or it quickly fizzles out. Mm -hmm. And then there's certain shoes that grow, right? Um, I think this is one of the shoes that there's obviously a lot of expectations yeah. for at the mm -hmm. Lobster series, but you still don't know what the reaction is going to be until it actually is 
out, out in the public. I yeah. think it'll be big. Yeah. I think it'll be big. I do feel like the top 10 was stacked this year, though. I feel like some years you're like scrambling. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like this top 10, especially from the mid year, I think our mid year list looks totally different. We'll do a whole episode. I yeah, think, yeah, on yeah. Top I 10. Like so, I said, I don't want to spoil yeah, it. Yeah, I think too our mid year list looks totally different than the actual top 10. But I do think that this year, the 10, like, there's been 10 to 20 really good contenders. Mm-hmm. I, I, I quite like the. Lobster, SP Dunk, the orange pair, but I don't know if I don't know if we can. Slide I mean, that I, in there. I think it looks I don't know if we want to get into it, but like right? the lobsters, better than the Union, do we think? That think was so. yeah, I think you so think, too. You think the orange lobster SP Dunk is better than the Union Dunk? Yes, I think so too. I, I love I okay. love the Union Dunk. Shout out Chris. Yeah, you know, great like, episode on here, great episode on full size definitely. on. But I think the thing too, and I've said I've been campaigning this for a while. When Nike has this. Uh, I think our friend Joe from Oneness had said this, a response to a tweet I had said that Nike feels the need to scale like up all of their collaborations mm-hmm. at this point. And it's like the Union would have been great if it was one shoe. You think three colorways was too many? I like the Union a lot. I just think this one, if I had to pick, I but would But if there was the just lobster. one shoe, I think it would have had a greater impact. The Argon okay. color? It, I, any of the three. Any of the three. Okay. Yeah. I just think it would have had a greater impact. Like I said, would have been more special. A few mm. weeks ago with the ambush Nike adjust force, if there mm. was just I think the black with the purple swoosh on that shoe, if you really, just if you really ju- good one. If you just released that one colorway of mm-hmm. the shoe, the shoe to me just feels a lot more special in a vacuum. Yeah. I don't know. There have been previous lobster dunk shoes, so mm-hmm. I don't want to say that there hasn't, but they're Situated by year for the most part, except yeah. they did purple and you get a little bit of breathing room between them. Green at yeah. the same time. But. I guess that's the reason why it doesn't feel as special to me. Because even though I want the shoe and uh, I like the shoe a lot, and I have always wanted to participate in yeah. whatever you know, lobster mm-hmm. dunk concepts is releasing at any given time, it just doesn't feel new to me in the same way that the Union Dunk story does. Where like Makes the sense. concepts thing, they're doing a different story this time around. They have the Dolly connection. Of big huge apparel collaboration going with it and, and i think they went deep there and i appreciate that but it's still a familiar looking shoe where the union dunk pack at least is something that looks new and and i, I do appreciate the story there more in terms of um you know chris's history sourcing dunks and things like that the argon coming back and then a regular argon retro like for for that reason and the material treatment on you. them you know like uh, and have we ripped this... yours up at all or no no okay no, I haven't even worn mine, but um, and also the packaging with the with the special tissue paper. You haven't seen the packaging pack. yet, though, for the lobster. Sure, true, true. I'm sure they'll do. A, a saw Rob box. Hepler in the asset cooking the lobster. Can we get Rob Hepler on? We here? need Rob. He, he he made the original lobster dunk. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's we the should. story. We'll yeah, I gotta hit Rob. Sneakers Got some people to hit up to get on this. There's podcast. also the story on the he did the original one, mm-hmm. the red pair. Mm-hmm. There was the story behind the second pair where Dion had said they created a fake pandemonium in the city of Boston right. that there was nuclear lobsters going around. And <laughs> it turned out think, to not be true. I think it was Mayor Menino at the time was like worried about that they were setting fear throughout the city. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Blue lobsters. What's, yeah, we hit. You got the purple lobsters. Purple yeah, green. Green lobsters. I think and blue then. Is my favorite. I, think I like blue. blue red. Green lobsters oh, got made. I think blue lo- was blue lobster as well into the Kyrie shoes. Yeah, at yeah, the yeah. Time. yeah. There was that storyline, long history. Another Nike SB shoe that popped up is the Haritos SB Dunk Low. Yeah, that we leaked and we've now seen the first images of it. I gotta say, I don't. don't I don't really think it's like a, the shoe. I don't think it's a bad shoe. Uh huh. There's also but a it te- doesn't feel like a special no Nike SB Dunk. There's also a tearaway element to the shoe so we don't know what it looks like with that we were saying in the slack like the mock-ups were a little better right so this was a funny moment too where when we first broke the news that there was this haritos nike sb dunk low complex that of course coming Mm -hmm. out in 2023 we just had the fun idea to make some mock-ups and zach de basic on the soul collector team he, he you know cranked up the photoshop and just designed some some you know dunk low great era of complex uh making special makeups we used to do it all the time <laughs> oh yeah so i'm just imagining what she yeah. looked like you know and posted them on instagram just as a fun thing and said i think in the caption if this is what the shoe looked like would you wear it and the nike sb social account on instagram responded and said lol no and the- you know what i feel a little bit vindicated because now that we've seen the actual shoe i feel like some of those mock-ups were better but also mm. so 
Okay. There, but I also, said it. But also the Nike SB, just for uh, reference point, uh-huh. the person behind the Nike SB, I don't know who they are, but the, the person who runs the Nike SB social accounts a little like willy-nilly with what they post online yeah right? i love that i feel like they've cooled down a little bit but there was a fun era on twitter where there was Nike also SB there, would just there like was a little there was shit a few, on people randomly but there not was randomly but there was a few a hit or miss there was a few hit or misses too. though where like i think i think there was someone who had uh, a person had posted a custom once mm-hmm. on their instagram just like a fan of the brand and mm-hmm. like they called the shoe trash and i was like uh to me that was like taking it a little a step too far because it's like you're the brand and you have people who are just like fans <laughs> of the brand and you're trying to like kind of funny though <laughs> uh, i didn't I, I to me it was like the way it came across was like eh, wasn't a fan of it it was like maybe okay. you shouldn't have done that um you know especially if you're running the the social account for someone who's like building up you know just like the pandemonium behind your company is like maybe you should just keep your mouth quiet okay <laughs> All right. As someone who said okay. stuff online, it just like you know yeah. says a lot of stuff online. Yeah, it, uh, it, um, it oh. crossed the line. But what speaking else of lines, stripes, nice. You um, threaded the needle. It had how com- many stripes? It had come out three. Like the shoes that are too small. That don't fit. You okay, uh, it had come out. I think it was. Old news or a few day old news, but it kind of got buried a little bit mm. uh, with Thanksgiving and mm. Complex Con, etc. Thanksgiving and Complex Con, <laughs> two big two events, important different. American yeah. traditions. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> um, but we just weren't. I know attached I know, to our computers twenty four seven. Yes, yes, we were outside, as people say. But had come out that via blog Arch USA mm-hmm. that. Jerry Lorenzo and Fear of God are no longer running Adidas basketball. Yeah. So when the Adidas-Jerry Lorenzo partnership was first announced, December 2020, they said then that Jerry Lorenzo was going to lead the creative and business strategy for its basketball category. That was in the initial press release. And Chris Burns, his site, ArchUSA, got a comment from Fear of God last week basically saying that that's no longer the case. And I'm quoting from what he has here is that Quote, Jerry Lorenzo and Fear of God team are not leading the Adidas basketball category from a creative or strategic perspective as previously announced in December 2020. This was a little bit of a shock to me. because, But they, but they said they're going to work on a pillar of the company called Fear of God Athletics, which is a partnership with Adidas. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's been around for a while. But this was this was strange for me because it felt very recently like Adidas was still touting the Fear of God partnership as something that would lead the basketball category when the quarter three earnings call happened just a couple weeks ago. Everybody was talking about the easy stuff on there, but they did discuss Fear of God a little bit in there, and they have a a graphic, and we'll put it here in the video, where uh, Fear of God is at the top, basically, of Adidas basketball, and they call it the pinnacle expression of Adidas basketball. So I do think that things have shifted, and in the two years that they've been partnered, you know, there have been some changes. I know Jason Maiden was with Fear of God for a while. He's, he's not there anymore. I think that the shoes are taking longer than some people have expected. I think some of the apparel, I'm told, and this is just from one source, is kind of ready to go, but maybe they're waiting until they I love, can really I, roll it out. I know I've said it. I love that. That sweatshirt yeah. that was the original Adidas uh, blue shade that yeah. was a cream off white. Yeah. Um, One question though, do we think there is this is a recent development that like because you said a few weeks ago was the earnings call? Do you think well, that something could have happened in the last three weeks or it, they, it had come out? And part of the story was is that I had spoken to Jerry yeah. yesterday mm-hmm. or last late last night and just I sent him the link to the story. I'm like, hey, yeah, is this from, true? From and he's Burns, like, yeah. he goes, seems pretty clear to me, you know. So he confirmed it. But the story had come about essentially because I don't know if it was the blog Arch USA or mm. another blog had po- there was a Foot Locker ad campaign that was just a generic Adidas basketball thing, you know. Sorry, um, I don't think it was a Foot Locker campaign. The video you're talking about is not a Foot Locker video. That black and white campaign video is not a Foot Locker video. Okay, well he said that it was an Adidas basketball collection at Foot Locker. That a blog had posted there was Adidas basketball collection at Foot Locker that fear of god had like directed or clearly told you this. yes yeah and that was untrue yeah so that's how this came to light that someone had said hey you know jerry lorenzo's doing this adidas basketball campaign for Foot Locker, and it's just not true that's where this arch usa blog post had stemmed out of where he got a comment from them that's yeah. what jerry's saying yeah that someone had posted online saying that 
he was involved in this campaign and they, they had to clarify that this it has nothing to do yeah. with fear of God. And they also put in the tidbit that we're no we're long, not leading we're, basketball. We're no longer yeah. doing the basketball. So that's where this whole story, yeah. the genesis the, of it. Yeah, the, the origins were confusing to me. I, I, yeah. yeah, so that's what, at least Jerry says that yeah. that's where all of this came from yeah. or stems from. So um, I think, you know, it makes sense to some degree. I mean, I love Jerry's work, um, but I think we've he's spoken on it in the past, especially he spoke on it a, a years ago at Complex Con, where he had done this panel where he was talking about fear of God, where he's like, I don't really do seasons. Mm-hmm. Always has said that. He yeah. drops one like it feels right for him. That yeah. was, that, that, he's he said that a lot. And you know, years, yeah. as, as we've seen with the fear of God Nike original work, it took so long to create the last for the fear of God one. The shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for him to quarterback a category yeah. that's so mass, so mainstream, where they have to like make product for kids you know where it's like oh make make a peanut butter and jelly shoe for 10 year olds who want dame lillard sneakers you know what i mean that's just a made-up scenario but it I, could happen <laughs> yeah i don't know but it doesn't feel like his approach to creating product mm-hmm. is maybe best suited for creating something so mass mm-hmm. where it's like it's better off him just doing fear of god adidas than mm-hmm. just Trying to have it be tied to something that like is expected I can't, I, to come I still out can't seasonally. E- I still can't even imagine if it's like rest in peace, but like someone like Virgil mm-hmm. doing all of Nike basketball. Yeah, you know, just the way those big divisions work, making such like special, limited, like pointed product when the product range is so mass mm. and so spread that yeah. like at some points it has to feel unimportant just because you're just creating product. Yeah, for at everyone. And this is interesting, and we don't know exactly why things change and why it's not the case that fear of God will no longer be leading, as they say, Adidas basketball category. But I do think it's one of those things that shows you that there can be points of friction when it comes to collaborators and sneaker brands, even though we're so far along in sneaker brands bringing outside partners to work with them. And this isn't like a a friction in terms of values or anything like that, as far as I could tell. It's just like, oh yeah, everything we know about Jerry Lorenzo's work shows us that it it doesn't stick to timelines. And I think, Joe, you and I had a conversation about this where I was writing about something he had put out, or maybe it was on Sneaker Shopping, it was referencing something he put out, and it was it it mentioned season seven, and the the season before that had come out like two years prior, and I was like, I don't think this is the right season number because Mm -hmm. it's so far removed time-wise. And then I realized, oh, this is just the timeline that he works on. So I totally agree that... um, that maybe the timeline thing, you know, is, is where some of the friction is coming from. Again, if it's right to call it friction, but yeah, just this thing of like trying to work with these outside partners is not always going to be easy. And it's not, you know, you want to empower creators. And that's, I think, a lot about what Adidas has said its mission is. But sometimes when you try to fit them into structures, I think that it's just when you have to fill so up, hard to do. When you have to fill up Foot Locker and Dick's right. Sporting Goods yeah. and right. Famous Footwear and all these like, and they're all depending on product, you yeah. know, just to blow out through the doors, you know. It just, maybe it's better off working with these partners and having them do special collections mm-hmm. and building the special collections out to mass, but like narrowing their scope of like, okay, you only have to focus on this. You don't have to focus on creating signature shoes for like seven different athletes yeah. and then right, creating right. all like diffusion lines. I know, li- leading basketball is Diffusion huge. lines and then all of this apparel mm-hmm. and like work on what works for you. Yeah. And we're going to, and I don't know, maybe we're, and we're going to make it great, but don't put too much on your plate where it's like you feel like you're overwhelmed, you yeah. know? And I, I think we will know more about Adidas and Fear of God going into the end of 2022 and starting in 2023. And also... By the time this episode comes out, Jerry may have provided yeah. a little bit more clarification he had, he had, with what's he had, happening. He had hinted to that he's gonna wants to clear up things yeah. on it. So yeah, and I think people are still very excited to see what they do. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't think I mean, that's waned at all. Yeah, I think it has waned a little bit because it's been so long. Okay, I mean, you look at it now, especially being at Complex Con or just walking around New York City. I mean, it's safe to say that, like, within our Demogra- demographic that essentials is the biggest Killer. brand Killer. yeah it like bar none right it's all over and the visuals are good like that i think i don't know if we had this 
conversation. I think we did, uh, not on the podcast, just what a monster that brand is. Yeah. Like you said, you see it everywhere and it just seems like it's getting bigger and bigger. The lookbooks are always great. And, and the, pro the product's good. The for, product's for good. At making something that mass market yes. is always like, it maybe that's the opposite of what we're saying with this, where it's like Jerry, not saying Jerry can't create something mass market, mm -hmm. but he's creating essentials that is so big and, mm -hmm. and, and so mass, you know? Just let him do some sambas. That, and that would be... I need some... You know what? Talking about walking around the city. I was walking around the city this past weekend. I didn't realize it was like this. Went to the Adidas store on Spring Street. Shout out to all the good people there mm -hmm. who did their best to help me out. But you can't find a pair of women's sambas. They, they, you know, you, they really? don't even have the small-size sambas. Yeah. Hmm. I didn't realize that, that there was a samba shortage out samba here. Samba movement? Yeah. How did I... You know? I, used to, I used to jig so many shoes out of that store. <laughs> Explain. Yeah, uh, back in the day when like Adidas would just like send a bunch of just like running shoes or uh -huh. NMDs, like just like product that I didn't really care about. Yeah. I'd always go to like the Adidas original <laughs> store. <laughs> Return them? Telling just swa right No, now, but... swap it out. Swap yeah. it out. Oh. Like they'd have all the new Spezial shoes or whatever. Oh. And I had a yeah. bunch of it, but you know. It, Trade it, in a pair of Ultra Boost for. Yeah. And see what I could get for it. You know. There that you go. That... I like those Pharrell Sambas. The human race ones? Yeah. Those are awful. Uh, I like them okay, but the long tongue is really. For me. Have you seen what the shoe actually looks like, Joe? No. With the, you, you mean because of the long tongue? Yes, right? they're yeah. awful. Damn. I, oh, I, I see. I wanted to go to Kith. There was a line. They looked good when he was wearing them yeah, with the pants. Yeah, but the tongue on it. You cover the tongue. You mean you're not tongue fucking them? Jim Jones saying that on the stage. Mm, <laughs> oh, I see the long tongue. That. Oh. Have you seen them in person? No, but just the tongue for me is a... What if you fold it down, soccer style, like I used to do? I'm Football. Not, I'm not doing it. Okay. We differ. Oh, funny story over the weekend, speaking of jigs. Um, <laughs> so I had bought my niece uh, her first pair of shoes. What were they? Uh, New Balance. Okay. Last year. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it took a while because she's just starting to try to walk yet she's, she's just turned a year old okay, oh, okay. uh but it's she's soft. just starting to walk on her, not on her own but like holding on to things mm -hmm. but in the i got her like one of the smaller sizes but in the time that she grew or whatever in to actually she needs to wear shoes her foot's just a little too wide for the sneakers it's very tough yeah, yeah. At that so age. they so my parents are like oh we want to go and i know i told did i tell it on here the story of my mom exchanging the shoes yeah yeah um your your shoes as a child yeah so <laughs> my mom <laughs> tried to run they it were back dirty. They so were my dirty. mom my mom goes to the footlocker i used to work at oh. in fox run mall in new hampshire and wants to like didn't want her money back but just wanted to see if she could like swap them out for something else right? <laughs> for a child's shoe yeah for another pair i'd actually bought the shoes from footlocker okay um online and they're like yeah you know we just need a receipt or something like that you know um, and they would do it to exchange it, of course. Yeah, if it, it comes up in the system, the shoe yeah, exchange it, 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 don't it was a Foot Locker shoe. But so, isn't that just like free shoes for a kid? Because don't kids outgrow shoes all yeah, the time? But she never Can wore you? them. She like literally oh, never. She, oh, oh, I'm sorry had, if I missed that. She had that never detail. worn the got shoes. It, got it, got it. Pardon unworn. Me. So she brings them there, and they're like, "Well, we don't have a receipt." They're like, "Well, do you have an email?" And she's like going through. My dad's like trying to go through all my like personal emails or whatever, yeah. and then the last one. He goes through and he's like, she's like, no, that one, like Gmail doesn't work. This one doesn't work. Yeah. And he's like, oh, well, how about the complex one? So he gives the girl um, working the register my complex email. And, you know, and she stops. He tells me and she goes, your son's Matt Welty. Mm, <laughs> wow. He grabbed the mic and everything. <laughs> and, and she goes, he goes, yeah. And she goes, oh, I listen to the podcast every week. All right. Um, she She's goes, listening right now? Uh, maybe. But she goes, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. We'll, we'll, we'll take care <laughs> of it. Oh, <laughs> wow. She, yeah, immediately apologize. I'm so sorry, sir. Wow. <laughs> okay. Look I it. apologize for the, the power. <laughs> and I guess she just uh, swapped them out. I got my niece a pair of pink, like, Velcro vans. Okay. It's like her first Kirby pair. colored? Yeah, Kirby color. <laughs> the pink guy. <laughs> we'll paint just for him. These are the real perks of uh, bringing everyone the content. Wow. wow. I love that. Speaking about another pinkish shoe. Hmm, what is this? Oh, what a stretch of a transition because it's what, not what Salehi Membery, New Balance 990 V2. Yes, great shoe. Our friend Tyler called it the New Balance of the Year. Tyler Monsour said that? Yes. A-Rab Lincoln? Yes. I like those a lot. 
Is it a pink shoe or was that just a bad tra transition? I'm colorblind. It's like a blush. It's like a blush shade. So okay. Leahy was wearing them at? Yep. ComplexCon. Complex Con. Restocked the Crocs at ComplexCon. I saw He was busy. Yeah. He was busy. Is this the best New Balance of the year? What's what's a better one? I, I like these a lot, even though Matt Welty has said that I said that I don't. You like have the said on the record V2. many times that you do not like the 990 V2. Well, that that, that makes this one all the better. That Salehi convinced me that it was good. 990 V2 is awesome. Shoot. Anyways, these are great. Really good material. Yes. Playing with the materials. Was it like the mesh toe box? I think the, the I, what is this called? Harry suede. Harry suede. But I think the best part about it is the color of the upper contrasted to the color of the midsole. Mm. Great. And there's like an oiled leather tongue mm -hmm. on it. Just He played with so many different materials just looking at like, just, yeah. there's like six different materials right here. Welty, is this the best New Balance of the year? I don't know if this is better than, I think, Joe Fresh Goods, that Easter pack. Oh, those are great. Actually, you know, one of my favorite those ones, and I, and I don't think I'm going to get a chance to get it, but I think is all awesome shoe yep. is um coming out soon that like montreal exclusive jown 990 v3 the, the brown. brown one yeah you like that's those a lot? not my favorite one i of love that shoe. really you won't make a trip to canada for him uh, you like the brown one better than like the olive or it's tough i really i really like those shoes i'm not gonna lie that's one of the ones where i'm like i can't even tell the difference uh this one is not my favorite compared to the other ones he's done the brown ones but... i like the green one a lot too but i like the brown one i like more. the nate yeah so wait did we answer though? Do you put the new balance? There's been a lot Deep of good side. new balances. Another thing we've talked about that weekend at Complex Con, how just new balance crushing it. Everywhere, looked, right? Looked on the floor, so yep. many new balances. Yep. I'm still on the fence though, whether I'm sold on the 9060. You don't know whether or not you like that as a model? Yeah. Oh, because I, 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 I don't think I, I need the 9060. I saw a lot of people talking about the Bodega pair. Yeah. Uh, recently, and it looks okay, mm -hmm. but just I don't think that models for me. Me either. Me either. Just too chunky. Yeah. Even though these are, yeah, just you won't be going hiking in those. No. Ninety sixty, <laughs> not my favorite. All right, all right. But I could be convinced. You know. Wait, do, do we know when those are releasing that nine ninety V two the Salehi one? I don't okay. think there's a. I don't think there's a date you on it. You can't text the New Balance group chat real quick and figure out for it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Leak it, right? It's another uh, exclusive, we'll... another all-caps exclusive for Complex. Yeah. Um, there's a, there's also a Jowns Samba mm -hmm. coming out. Are you, are you you're into it? It's an it's a okay-looking shoe. Mm -hmm. uh, I've never been the biggest Samba fan, even though everyone thinks I have worn Sambas forever. I don't actually own a pair. <laughs> <laughs> no? No. I, I, I had a pair of OG Sambas growing up, but like Sambas are just like one of those silhouettes that like. I oh yeah. I feel like Adidas just makes so many more like shoes that look like Sambas mm -hmm. in that whole range that mm -hmm. I'd rather just buy those I than love the, the Sambas. Samba. Mm -hmm. I um, love the Sambas. Yeah. Yeah. Help me find a women's pair. I will. Thank you. Uh, Salehi on his Instagram did a New Balance teaser. Not a hard date, but it does say December. All right. So I'm guessing this month. Should that have been on Sneaker of the Year panel? It's interesting. You think, Did you, all the shoes that came out all? Do you think Jim Jones would have worn those on Easter? <laughs> just no. watch the fan. Just watch. Chill out. Chill out. You're giving away too many Easter yes. eggs. There we go. <sighs> Anything else we need to catch up on? Well, so you, did you want to talk about Dot Swoosh? Oh, I know anything Metaverse sneaker related is going to make you mad. So I forgot about before. that. Not. I don't think it makes me mad. I just not a fan of it. Yeah. As. I think they had teased because 40th anniversary mm -hmm. of the Air Force One mm -hmm. launch of Dot Swoosh, which is Nike's online metaverse NFT, whatever you want to call you're it. Very home, home Some of you're very interested products. in. Yeah. So they're doing, they had announced they're doing this voting program, mm -hmm. which is called Our Force One, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. if, you base, if you base a campaign off a pun, I'm automatically in. Okay, but we've seen in the past couple of years where Nike's done these voting programs that have mm -hmm. gone completely the wrong. LeBron ones, right? <laughs> LeBron on one, yeah. The LeBron ones. The, Didn't he even say like what? The most <laughs> the most egregious one was Nike did a CoJP one in the shoe that one wasn't even a CoJP shoe. Oh right, I remember that. It was a shoe you could buy at Journeys. It was like the Untiffany Dunks. Oh, I remember that. Nike, who put that in? Uh, who put that in the? 
in the voting and okay. didn't double check it. Okay. That was definitely a CoJP bracket. It wasn't just like a dunk bracket. No, it was a CoJP yeah. bracket. If you say so. Yeah. Yeah. I know some people from sneakers will text me if we're wrong. So. Yes. No, it was it was it was a CoJP. Okay. Sure. It was okay. a CoJP okay. bracket. Okay. And so the what they're doing what they're doing for the R swoosh is they're they haven't given hard plans for it yet but yeah. what it seems they're alluding to is that they're go they have a bunch of air force ones mm -hmm. some really good some nobody cares about mm -hmm. which is some odd choices in there put it that way mm -hmm. should have done a little more research but <laughs> uh you're gonna vote for your favorite shoes out of the bunch which mm -hmm. what could go wrong there <laughs> okay, okay and and you're gonna do a curated selection, and that's somehow going to be featured on the dot swoosh. Yeah, I think they're gonna turn those into virtual products, virtual versions of this Air Force One. They're breaking it into categories: regional, heritage, cultural, innovation. So, but they're all shoes that have already come out in the past. Right. So I can't imagine that Nike is going to try and re-release these as physical products. It could happen. I don't see it happening. Maybe, maybe not. I don't think so. Mm -hmm. Um, so why do we want to like buy virtual versions of shoes that we can just look at online anyways to say that we own them? We don't really own the product. <laughs> Here he goes. <laughs> would, you, would you guys want to do that? I will say this. Dot Swoosh has been a lot of promises so far about what these virtual items might be tied to in real life. And maybe it's because I'm a sucker, but I am enticed enough by the possibility of those promises that I would buy a virtual item just to see if somewhere down the line I would get the physical shoe. Maybe if it was an Air Force One I really loved, I would I would do that. And at this point, I, I don't, you know, I've I've reported on Dot Swoosh. I talked to some of the people who helped put it together. I don't have an access code. I, you know, I joined the wait list like everybody else. But again, maybe it's because I'm a sucker, but I, I feel comfortable saying I'm enough of a sucker to to want to participate in this because it looks like it could be a big thing for Nike and a big way to access the future of, of what it's creating. That, that that sounds like I'm just parroting mm. brand speak, but I'm like, you know what? I'll, I'll buy a virtual Air Force you One put, if it means, yeah, means I can get something out of it in the future. I don't just want the virtual Air Force One. You know what I mean? Okay, so the, but the idea of having a, just a virtual shoe doesn't entice you at all? N no, I am interested in the possible real-world perks tied to that shoe, the long, tied to the he's ownership. He's interested in the long play. Yeah, that like... I not, mean, like, I, I do think it's cool if... And this is something they've alluded to. I can wear that shoe in a video game that I play in the future and make my character decked out wealthy rollers. Dude, that's, that's an actual eye roll. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair, fair. But I, I do think that's cool. I, I don't really play online games where there's wearables like that, you know. But I, I think that's a cool aspect of it. But I'm, I'm not that interested in the ownership of a virtual product. I'm interested in the, the perks physically. In meat space, oh, it just it it just so much brings me back to like, and I love Bobby Hundreds. We had mm. him on here, but we had the whole conversation about like how he thinks we're, and he thought it was a positive thing. I think it's a negative thing mm -hmm. where we're kind of like leading a generation of kids who like don't want to participate in the real world anymore. Mm. In like the fact that like you're more excited about just getting a pair of shoes for a video game than getting actual physical shoes mm -hmm. you know we're like creating a society where that's the norm mm -hmm. uh, to me it's like wow it's like you're opening pandora's box into something that like just doesn't need to like be. in two years instead of watching this they'll be watching our sims narr narrating the complex he's just podcast. gonna be popping up in league of legends with the busy <laughs> pierre force one <laughs> But to, I guess as, as someone, as, as someone is like, how did you barely know yeah. Kirby? But you pulled out the League of Legends yeah, reference. As, as, okay. as we've been into shoes, multitudes over here. <laughs> as we've been into shoes, like all this time, it's you like the this, this is what matters. You know what the I mean? Physical Sean Weatherspoon. This Nike is what Air matters. Having an avatar this on my computer doesn't matter at all. Doesn't, doesn't matter. matter at all, much like the Avatar film franchise. Yes, doesn't matter. matter. <laughs> oh, another take that <laughs> matter either. But I just, I, I know people are like frustrated and people are going to say, well, it's because I can't get the shoes mm -hmm. either way. And like, I get the frustration, but mm -hmm. just living in a world where you're like, hey, I've totally given up even the idea of owning real shoes mm -hmm. anymore, which I think was more so of a byproduct of just like, the year and a half that everyone was locked inside where it mm -hmm. kind of created this like alternate mm -hmm. reality mm. literally where yes. it's like okay now that like a lot of that's gone do we 
want to go all in on just telling people that digital products are cooler than physical ones. Yeah. Let me ask you this. If the next Spezial collection was on the way mm -hmm. and you really wanted it, mm -hmm. but the only way to gain access was to buy an NFT tied to the Spezial sneakers. I would think that it became really uncool. And you wouldn't you wouldn't buy the NFT? No. You would not participate? Nope. I think that would make the product uncool to me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even if you could wear them in League of Legends? <laughs> Get a, get a, get our boy Hex. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, you could be on the green wall. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. If, sorry, I, I don't know if it's on the green wall or behind the green wall or in front yeah. of the green wall. But you could be participating. But if my favorite shoes, you do a Zerg rush. <laughs> sorry, like if my favorite shoes, like if the, references. if shout out our friend Action Bronson. Yep. You know, if his next shoe gets released as like an NFT, like I want the actual shoes, but like I have no interest in getting it as an NFT. And you would not buy it. No. Hmm. Standing his ground. He really is. There's not there's not anything that like can make a shoe be like there's I mean there's plenty of things, right? But just something like that doesn't deem something that you like as uncool now, to mm -hmm. you at least. Mm -hmm. No? Uh, so, oh I am sorry. There, I'm question? sure there's certain things yeah. that like I mean obviously there's a plethora of things that would make you not want a product anymore, right? Yes, for sure. But just like something like that that like if it changes like the marketing scope of it where you're like this doesn't speak to me anymore. With regard to the virtual yeah, or product so, or thing something like along that lines, the virtual product thing wouldn't make me say, "All right, I'm out." There are certainly things about the way a shoe is presented that would make me say, "All right, I'm out." But that's not one of them. I don't, and I'm interested in it. I'm, you know, I'm skeptical. I'm not, I'm not buying. I'm, Joe, not, I'm not out here buying board here, apes. You know what I mean? Here's the real question. So, because. Are you, is JLP, and I know you don't really have to do this often, but <laughs> is JLP trying to figure out how to add a NFT to his, was it a meta wallet or whatever those the things wallet? are called? I'm not trying to figure it out. I'm not seeking it out. If the next CDG Air Max collection is available on dot swoosh, the thing are you tough, buying an NFT? The thing that's tough for me is... It takes a long time for me to update my iOS. So I feel like I feel like it's not for me just to say it. Yeah. You know? You're not you're not all in on or I think it you're would, not at all in on virtual products. Not right now. No. Okay. Well, more for me. When they bring back the mushroom Air Force One. Is that yo hold on, let me look at this graphic. This okay. is a Nike Dust. Zoom in. There's some great thing. shoes on there, but it's like if you're trying to bring back Linen Air Force One patent other Air Force Ones, why are you picking the Frankenstein? Okay. Oh, did, Why are you doing Talaria? They better put. Uh, There's some bad shoes. Yeah, in there. the one with the arrow, the skeleton Air Force. That like ones fake right off-white looking shoe. Yeah, Moab skeleton um, Air Force ones. Which actually, no, I'm with you. This is a totally terrible program because they didn't put the mushroom Air Force one in here. But there can you I agree with it. me that there's a lot of bad shoes on that list? Yeah, for sure. Okay, we can agree on that. <laughs> you're not. You're not voting for the Invisible Woman's. I like those. I just can't. I can't picture myself wearing that. No. But. Some dad socks. Got the homework socks there, on right now. Is there now. Filipino Air Force Ones on there? I think. I can't. Uh, I'm. I'm trying to scroll through yeah, all of them. Well, the, I'll be wasn't voting. The image very small. I'll be voting. Sixty-four different pairs. Ooh. Our Force One. An opportunity for the community to come together and shape our first ever virtual creations. Nike making a virtual collection of Air Force Ones. Yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes. All right, everyone. This has been the Complex Sneakers Podcast. We hope everyone has a great weekend. Please like, subscribe. We will see you next week. Our producer is David Matthews. Our associate producer is Jillian Hardman-Webb. Audio editing done by Haley Choi. Special thanks to Jen Stewart, Shiva Bayet, and Haley Choi. The Complex Sneakers Podcast is a production of the Complex Podcast Network.